Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. All right. Y'all, thank you so much for being a part of that. Feel free to share uh, uh, any of this with the people that you know at home if that's something they'd like to be a part of. All of the information, obviously, you can find anything about the heart at, from going to theheart.church. So thank you for being here and being a part of this today. Now, the, uh, the message that we have today, we're starting a brand new message series today called A Place to Call Home. And this was inspired by the Waymaker offering, and it kind of got us thinking of what does it mean to call someplace home? What does it mean for you to be home? How do you know if you're home? I used to, uh, used to be kind of obnoxious about it. It's kind of my thing. It's my brand. I used to be kind of obnoxious about it to, uh, to college students, right? When they would say, it would become, you know, come around Thanksgiving or Christmas time, and they would say, well, I'm going to be going home for Christmas. And I was like, do you mean going to your parents because you live here? Just obnoxious about it. And I don't know what point I was trying to make or what I was trying to teach them, but I always, it was always something to me of like, well, you're going to your parents' house, but you live here. And now that I'm, you know, now that I'm older and wiser, I, I'm, I'm thinking about what it means for uh, having a place to call home. And now I wish I could call every college student I told that to and say, I know what you mean. And I didn't know what they meant. So what does it mean to call a place home? When you think of home, where is it? Is it where you're from? Some people say, I'm going home. It means they're going to where the city and state that they were born in. When I, when I say, okay, you're going home, does that mean you're going to your parents' house? When you say, when you say I can't wait to get home, does that mean you're going to get home and take a nap today? Anybody else? Okay. Sunday naps are just everything, aren't they? It's just magical. Talk about the Sabbath. I mean, the holy day of naps. <laughs> All right, let me ask you this. Who are, who are my Airbnb people over hotels? You're an Airbnb. You're not going to do hotels. Okay, a few. And then who are hotels? I want somebody to pick up my towels and clean my, you know, my sheets every day. Okay. The bougie. The bougie. <laughs> yeah, they, have their, they both have their pros and cons, right? Airbnb, you can kind of stretch out. You, have your t- you know, go, there's a living room. You got the bedroom, you know, everything else. Hotel, there's just something about being taken care of. Either way, though, let me ask you this. Okay, this is what I really want to know. When you get, you're going on vacation for a couple of days, whatever it is, you're going on vacation, and you get to where you're going to be for a few days, you bring your luggage, who, are, who of you are in here, and you open up your luggage, and it just stays open the whole time, and you just grab clothes out of there, but you never, you just leave clothes in your luggage the whole time, okay? Does anybody go into a hotel room and immediately uh, take out all of their clothes and put them into the drawers and hang up all of your things in the closet? I am definitely one of those people. Okay. So, all right. And some people just don't go on vacation, and that's okay. Yeah, I am definitely the kind of person where the minute I'm in the hotel room, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to utilize all of these drawers. I'm going to hang everything up. My shoes are nice. I don't even do this in my own house. You know what I'm saying? I don't even take care. I don't even take this much care of my clothes in my own house. But when I'm in a hotel or an Airbnb, I feel like, well, I'm here. And however long I'm going to be here, I want to just be here. 
that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today is wherever you are, are you really choosing to be there? Now, if you don't know this, one of the core values we have here at the heart is choice. Choice underlines everything that you do that is important in your life. In fact, I would argue, and I have argued, and I'm about to argue, that choice is what made Jesus' actions on the cross so vital. If Jesus was forced to die, then would it be a sacrifice? No, he was forced. What made it a sacrifice is that he was not forced. What made it a sacrifice is that he chose to do it. That's how powerful choice can be for you and I. And over the years, we have seen that as part of our community, that choice is so important to us. We're always preaching choice, not just from here, but to each other. Making sure when we do something, it's because we choose to do it. So when it comes to having a place to call home, how do you know where home is? And I don't just mean you casually say home, and then you mean your house, and then you also say home, and then you mean where you're from. I mean, how do you know when you really feel at home? What does it mean to be at home? And I think it might be it's where you choose for it to be. It's where you choose home. Now, I want to look at a particular scripture today. Because something I always do, this is, I don't know if this is a, uh, if I should be sharing this. This is my cheat code, my hack, okay? Whenever I have a, a series coming up or a message, I'm always interested to know what my favorite uh, Bible research engine has to say, which is Google. And I always say, and you guys, you guys, this will be fun for you. I always start with, this is kind of how I start by, you know, kind of, you know, getting prepared for a Sunday. I'll say, what does the Bible say about, and then I just choose anything I want. What does the Bible say about bathing suits, you know what I mean? Or what does the Bible say about mechanics, you know what I mean? Just really test Google's strength. And so I said, okay, well, what does the Bible say about home? And, it's, and then well, the scriptures I was reading, I was like, that's not what I mean. What does, this, what does the Bible say about choosing a home? And it was all these churches asking you to be a part of their church. And I was like, well, that's not what I mean. <laughs> so I said, okay, maybe it's not that simple, which is a whole other thing in itself. A lot of times we, 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 we want the Bible to give us specific answers to the things we have going on in our life. And we just finished a series, and I promise you I won't do another week on lawless. We just finished a series called Lawless, and we talked about how there are things that happen in our life that are outside of what the Bible instructs us on, which doesn't mean the Bible is a waste of time. Opposite. It means we can use it more to guide us in our life. I lost my place. Is anybody listening? What was I talking about? Choose. Thanks. Google. There she is. And so I, so I said, okay, there's nothing specific here about home or choosing a home. So I said, okay, well, let me do the old-fashioned way. I'm just going to read the Bible. And I came across the book of Acts. It's been there. The book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 42. And this is an important part of, uh, if you consider yourself a Christian, okay, if you consider yourself a Christian, because even if you're not a Christian, it's perfectly fine. You're safe where you are. I'm not going to call you out or anything. That's not what this is about. 
If you consider yourself to be a Christian, this is a very powerful part of the history of Christianity, of your heritage, of your spiritual heritage. Because in the book of Acts, what that catalogs, what that talks about is what happened after Jesus died and how the church continued to grow. Because that's a whole, that's a whole other miracle. If the leader of a movement dies, the movement dies. But something amazing happened is the leader of this movement died and it became one of the biggest spiritual religions in the world. How is that possible? Well, we get to see a glimpse of it in the book of Acts. So I'm going to look at Acts 2, 42, and you might be familiar with this, but follow along with me here. Acts 2, 42 says this. Every believer was faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostles. Their hearts were mutually linked to one another, sharing communion, and coming together regularly for prayer. What this speaks to is a group of people who found home together. Because a lot of people who became Christians, right before Jesus came along, there was not a Christianity. So if you became a Christian, you were a convert. You converted from Judaism or whatever else you were, however many gods you worshiped. Wherever, our, wherever else you were. You, if you were living in this time, you heard about this new way, this new way of believing, this new way of thinking, this new way of God loving you, God approaching you. And it was new to you, so you converted from wherever you were, even if it was you believed in nothing, and you converted, and now you were trying to understand what it meant to follow Jesus. And so what I started to see as I was reading through this this week is that people were finding their home together because they were finding their home in Jesus. And I know that, I, like I said earlier, I have a bias towards choice. So what I see here is people choosing each other, choosing their home. And so that's what I want to talk about today for the few minutes we have left is where do you choose your home? Where do you choose to really be? Because maybe some of us, and don't raise your hand here, maybe some of us have a job and we absolutely hate it because it's not our dream job. But what would happen if just for this next week you just really chose to be there? Not you were forced to be there because you get paid for it, not you had to be there because your pay would get docked or you would get in trouble for being late. But if you said, I'm going to choose to be here, how would that change your attitude? How would that change the way you approached your coworkers? How would that, be the, how would that change the way you approached your work? Okay, let's quit talking about work. We still have you know, a couple hours till Monday. A lot of football games to watch until then. What about your relationship? What about your marriage? Sometimes we feel stuck in these relationships. Sometimes we feel like we, we're supposed to be here. We're obligated to be here. We're supposed to love somebody. We're obligated to love somebody. And I would say that love, you loving someone and someone loving you is always a choice. 
Someone would say, Dom, I don't feel like I love this person. I would say, well, are you choosing to love them or are you choosing not to? Now, obviously, I'm not, I'm, I'm, trying not, I'm not trying to imply that you can force love to happen, but I am implying that you can choose the actions that show love to people in your life. What would your marriage or your relationship or your friendships be like this week if you said, I'm going to choose to show love? I'm going to choose to be here. And so earlier, you know, I was kind of talking about the different places you call home. When you say you're going home, sometimes you mean where you're from, sometimes you mean your parents, sometimes you mean somewhere else, and sometimes you mean your house. All of those are right, and maybe only one of them is right. It's all up to you. Where do you choose your home to be? How do you know your home? I wrote this down in case you want to write this down as well. What makes a place home, this is what I kind of would have been saying, what makes a place home is you choosing it. It's that simple. It's not profound, but it is simple. It's home if you choose it to be home. Now, oversimplifying, home isn't where you're from, and it may not even be where you live right now. (laughs) But where you find love and connection, where in your life do you find love and connection? Now, it is my hope, and actually it's our goal every week, week after week, for when you walk into the heart when you walk into this building and you're around these people, that you feel like you're at home. And it was the same thing when we were meeting at Crockett Elementary, and it was the same thing when we were meeting at Evo, and now we're meeting at Hernandez. You know what hasn't changed at all is us. Our location might be different. Just like your location of where you're from or your parents or where you live all of those locations might be different, but do you find yourself at home in all of three, in all three of those? Or do you find yourself at home in two of those? Or just one? Home is where you choose for it to be. So it's not just where you're from or just where you are or just where you're going to be, but where you choose for it to be. There's, a, there's an old... Uh, there's an old movie, and I, I say old. It is old now, actually. There's an old movie, and I'm not saying you should watch it. It's called Joe Dirt. Um, if you don't know about Joe Dirt, uh, I don't know where you've been, uh, or shame on your parents for not showing it to you. Uh, so Joe Dirt is about uh, a young man uh, with a serious mullet and goatee, and he is on a quest to find home. It's with David Spade. It's old school. He's on a quest to find home. He felt, he, he was, felt like he was abandoned by his parents. So he's on, his, he's on his way to find home. And towards the end of the movie, I don't spoil it for you. Towards the end of the movie, he finds where he was born, the house where his parents lived. And he had been building up in his mind, this is home. This is where I am going to call home. But they weren't there. It wasn't what he thought it was. And it was devastating for him. He was let down. 
and it gets, the jokes, all the jokes don't age well, okay? I'll just say that. Not all of the jokes age well. But somebody comes up to him, this uh, person he can barely understand and speaks in a country accent, and he says, home is where you make it. Instead of wishing you could, that home was where you were from, but you don't feel love and connection there. Or, or, or wishing that home is where you're going to be. As, as soon as I get there, then I'll feel like I'm at home. Everything will get better once this, whatever this future thing is, happens. Home is where you make it. You can be at home now. You can feel at home now. Where is your heart in this? Sort of thing we like to say around here is home is where the heart is. Where do you find yourself at home? No matter where it is, I, it, is my, it is my genuine prayer and hope and goal for, for you to feel at home here at the heart. I want you to experience love and connection and community and hope. Now, I don't think this is the only place you can find home. But at least what I want you to walk away with today is to be able to recognize when you are home. It's been amazing over the past seven years that I've had people come up to me and tell me that they really felt like when they came to the heart and when they were at the heart that this was like home. And it was one of those things where I, I, I never really asked them for an explanation because I knew what they meant. I also feel that way when I come to the heart. I feel like I'm at home. I feel like I get to spend time with a bunch of my friends and I get to meet new friends every week. Just the same as I, if I would invite you to my home. It's the same kind of conversations we have. Same kind of talks that we would have. I want you to, fo I want you to feel and know that home is where you make it. And here's what I want to challenge you with this week. Every week I want to challenge you with something, challenge you to, uh, for something for your future, even for the immediate future. I want to challenge you to take inventory of where you are in your life, where you go to school, where you work, your friendships, your relationships, your marriage, your parenting, do you choose to be home? Do you see that you are home when you're in these places? What about this? Where do you feel love, connection, welcoming? Where do you feel safe to be exactly who you are and where you are on this journey of faith? That's home. So all these other places I'm talking about, that's where you can maybe find your home physically. But where do you find your home spiritually? Where can you make mistakes and not be judged? 
Where can you ask questions and not be shut down? Where do you feel safe to be exactly who you are? It's amazing, amazing to me how blown away some people are that they can be safe to be who they are here at the church, and they haven't been able to feel that before in another spiritual setting. Blows my mind. So that's what I want for you. That's my challenge for you. Find out where is home for you. Where is home for you physically? And I want you to find out where is home for you spiritually because I want you to have a place to call home. If you could close your eyes for a moment and bow your heads, I want to pray with you this morning. God, we thank you that we can find our home in you. That our spiritual home is in you. God, you've given us your son, Jesus, and through his sacrifice, we are genuinely welcomed into your kingdom. Regardless of what we have done and regardless of what we will do. And it's this gift of unconditional love that we see and accept from you today. God, I pray for those of us here today, those of us listening to this, that if we don't have a place to call home, that you would open up our hearts. I pray that you would show us where we can be loved and connected and be in community. We thank you for this, God, and we pray this in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows.